Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the Janelle B. Stewart podcast. I am your host, Janelle B. Stewart, an award-winning beauty editor. The Janelle B. Stewart podcast is a weekly lifestyle podcast designed to educate, empower, and engage. Episodes touch on various topics of our lives, including health and fitness, love and marriage, entrepreneurship, parenting, self-love, and much more. My goal is to have you feeling uplifted and inspired after you listen to each episode. So welcome to episode eight. In the last episode, I shared with you the five types of goals that you need to be setting, and I broke it down on how you should evaluate those goals periodically throughout the year, and I also highlighted some of the accomplishments that I've made in 2016. Now in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about how to elevate your online presence. After I created podcast episode four, titled Four Reasons You're Failing at Social Media, I got a lot of comments on the uh, promotional posts that I shared on my Facebook and also on my Instagram in regards to more topics like that. So in addition to wanting more followers and how you gain that, there are some things that as a social influencer or someone who's working in digital media, someone who just wants to increase their online presence and be able to appeal to more people, there are lots of things that you can do. I will touch on five of those things in this episode. And also, just so you know, I am working on coming to you with a webinar for 2017, just to answer more questions and also to give you more practical knowledge instead of just teaching you or talking to you about what you should do. I want to show you how you should do these things and how I've done these things and continue to do these things through my learning research and of course my experience. So if a webinar is something that you feel you would be most interested in, do sign up for my newsletter on JanelleBStewart.com. It's right at the top of the page. So that way you can get updates on everything I'm doing and promotional emails on the projects that I'm going to be bringing to you. So as far as elevating your online presence, I think what you want to first do is think of yourself as a brand. You know, nowadays, pretty much everyone is a brand, whereas at one point in time, a brand was mainly a company that offered a product or a service for the most part, those are like the two areas that brands were. And now, um, you know, present day, people are brands and you can brand yourself. And when you brand yourself, you need to make sure that you have a uniform brand name. I, I strongly believe in this. I, I have several brands and, and I will say that my very first brand that I created, I don't, ha- I did not have a uniform brand name. For those of you who, who are familiar with my beauty brand, I have a very successful online natural hair magazine called Kinky Curly Coily Me. And that website also has a complimentary YouTube channel, a Facebook page, an Instagram, a Twitter. However, all of my social platforms do not have the same name, Kinky Curly Coily Me. So my website is Kinky Curly Coily Me, and my Facebook page is Kinky Curly Coily Me, but my Twitter and my Instagram are not, or and my YouTube channel is not. Their Black is Beautiful, which is the 
name that I created for myself a long time ago as a personality name. Um, and so if you kind of look at it, the, my, my rationale was Kinky Curly Coily Me would be the platform and the personality of that would be Black is Beautiful. So that's kind of how I created it. It works for me because I, I'm really good at branding and marketing. However, I do recommend a uniform brand name for people who are just starting up. And I did that with all of my other brands. My websites, social media platforms, and YouTube channels all have the same name, which is Janelle B. Stewart, even this podcast, and um, my healthy Janelle and my daughter, L.P. Stewart. Like we all have, they all have the same brand name. A uniform brand name across all platforms is important because it shows brand consistency. It also makes it really easy for people to find you if someone meets you today and you tell them, hey, my name is Janelle B. Stewart, and they go to search you online, they will find everything. Um, of course, you can give them a business card with all of your information. However, people, if you're like me, you put a business card in your bag and you tend to forget about it. But I'm more likely inclined to look you up on Twitter or Instagram right in your face and follow you immediately. And then I can find everything else I need from you at a later time. When your brand name, when you have a uniform brand name, it's also easy to recognize you. If I happen to meet you in one um, experience, let's say I meet you in a social event, a beauty industry event, which I go to all the time. And at the time that I meet you, we're talking about beauty related things. It's assumed that you most likely have a YouTube channel. But maybe I did not realize that you were also running a very successful website and if I happen to look up your information and I find that you have this very successful website, I might recognize just your name and be like, oh, wow, I met her at such and such. I had no idea that that was her, too. And maybe you have a fashion line. You're running a fashion line and you and I happen to just stumble across a, an image of you. And then I find out that you have an entire like fashion boutique and it's in your name. So it's easy for people to recognize you. Uh, they'll remember people, people will remember what they see all the time. So as you're promoting yourself, you want to make sure you have a uniform brand name because it's just professional. Honestly, it's just very professional. Um, and in line with having a uniform brand name, I would honestly suggest that you don't choose names that have unique spellings only because from my experience with having my YouTube channel and my social media pages be Black is Beautiful, my Black is Beautiful name is not spelled as someone would spell Black is Beautiful. So when someone goes onto Google and they search, hey, I, I forgot, I met this woman, she told me her channel was Black is Beautiful, but I can't find it on, on YouTube because they're typing it in you know, with the correct spelling um, or they go to Google and they can't find it because they're typing it in with the correct spelling. So I would highly suggest that if you are un if you are unable to get your social media name with the correct spelling, you try to find a variation of it that will match your brand name. Okay. So the next thing you can do to elevate your online presence is make sure you're updating your bio every three to six months. On your website, you're going to have an about me page and your about me page is something that you're going to spend a lot of time doing. I know from my blog and from my website, I have a very extensive about me page, but because I'm really busy and I'm doing a lot, it's easy to forget that that website and blog page about me page that your blog and your website about me page actually needs some updating. You know, how many new accomplishments have you created in the last three to six months? 
How many new business partnerships have you have you participated in in the last three to six months? Have you done any community service or volunteerism? Have you won any awards or been nominated for an award? Have you gone back to school? Did you get a certification of some kind? Whatever that is, whatever those things are, if you don't update your bio every three to six months, it will be outdated. And then people who go to your about me page for whatever reason won't be able to see the most recently highlighted things. And of course, they don't know that it's not recent, but you should want to, you should have a vested interest in sharing your successes. And as it relates to your social media pages, make sure your bio speaks for where you are at that time. So for example, before I was a mother, my bio never included anything about me being a mom. Uh, before I was vegan, my bio never really included anything about me being a vegan. And then, you know, of course, these were new interests of mine. And of course, when I started to become a runner, you know, my bio never said these things that were new interests in my life. So even though you may have your bio and it's pretty, um, you know, it's pretty simple right now, I do feel like every three to six months, just make sure that your bio speaks for you at that time, not the person who you were when you first created your Instagram, you know, in 2015 or 2012, like I did. Also, make sure in your bio that you're taking advantage of that bio section to promote any new projects that you're working on. If you recently started a new podcast, you should totally make sure that your bio has that there or something that's saying that you are a podcaster. Um, If you recently took up a new hobby, let's say, for instance, you are now really, really into photography or you just launched a fashion collection of some sort. I have no idea what that thing is for you, but your bio should incorporate these new things, these new business, these new hobbies or these new business ventures that you are currently pursuing. Also, uh, as especially for Twitter, if there is a relevant hashtag that you feel represents your current existence, <laughs> you know, totally take advantage of that. I personally use the mom life, wife life and vegan hashtags a lot on my Twitter. So I put those in my bio, and now when you go to wife life or mom life, I am the first number one ranking profile that comes up on Twitter. So these are definitely ways you can help to promote your online presence as it relates to your bio. Now, the next thing you want to do to elevate your online presence is make sure your email is easy to find. I cannot tell you how many times I've wanted to contact someone either to collaborate with them or to just get their information so I could promote something on my website that they're doing um, or just to ask a question. And I sometimes feel like DMs or, you know, communicating with someone right in a open message on Twitter or an open message or comment right under their Facebook post or their um, Instagram post is not always the most professional thing. And what I've tried to do was say, hey, I have something I want to talk to you about. Can I get your email? But I am the type of person who I want to be able to communicate with you right away. Like if I'm looking to contact you right now, I don't want to have to wait until you finally get to me and reply. And then you contact me with that information. I want to contact you now. This is when I have the time. So I've actually, there's a lot of people who have missed opportunities from me to work with me or partner with me or be a part of something I'm doing because their email was not accessible. If you have a social media page, 
put your your email in your bio. You have enough lines there that you can put that email in your bio. And if you don't want to put your personal email that everyone that you use the most, then you need to create an info email at your domain name, like info at JanelleBSteward.com, or even if it's just like a Gmail, you know, you can do that. Create something that you can post online that you feel people are not necessarily, that you don't feel is too private, that you can, that people can communicate with, with you on. Put that in the bio of your Instagram. Put that in the bio of your Twitter. It should also be on your blog. I mean, when I go to websites and I see contact us page or contact me pages and I can only fill out an email in there in the website, I usually won't do it. Because there's a high rate of people not responding to those. So in addition to your contact me page where you have a built-in email form, I do feel like you need to say something along the lines of, I'm very excited to hear from you. Please send me an email at, put your email address, and then have or fill in the contact me page below. And and that way, if I don't want to fill in that contact me page, I can just email you. And like I said, if you don't want to use your personal email because you feel it's too too personal and you want more privacy or you want to be able to filter through the emails a lot better, then just come up with a new email. Go to Gmail and make a new one that literally will be for people to email you on through these social media pages. And on your website, it needs to be in a prominent location. You know, most large corporations will put the contact me or contact us in the header the top menu bar or in the low, the footer, the low menu bar, it needs to be somewhere that people can see and they don't have to search for it. If you're a YouTuber, it should be in the description box of all of your videos. If I happen to stumble upon one of your YouTube videos right now or a brand stumbles upon one of your YouTube videos right now that they saw through the recommendations on YouTube or maybe someone posted it on their Facebook page or on their blog, when I click that video, I don't want to have to go investigating to find you if I want to partner with you or if I want to work with you. There's too many opportunities for you to place that email for people to get to you that you can make more money or create a relationship that you should not be missing out on that. It should be in the description box of all of your videos and also in your about me page on the Facebook page. As well, I, you know, people don't take advantage of those about me pages. If someone wants to work with you and they go to your Facebook page and you don't have your email anywhere, like, come on, the about me section is made for that. Put your bio there, put your email and any other contact information on your Facebook page. People need to be able to get in touch with you and you want to make sure that your, your online presence is elevated in this way so that people who want to contact you and work with you can do that. Now, Another thing that I think is really important in elevating your online presence is professional profile photos. If you can afford to hire a photographer to do it, then I would say go ahead and get a photographer who you can do a photo shoot with, maybe do a few looks, maybe three, four looks, and get a bunch of photos that you can use throughout the year for your social pages as well as your website or your blog and promotional images if you're ever going to be working somewhere where they need your photo it's good to have it and then use one of those that are going to be your profile photo for your Facebook for your Instagram for your Twitter for your Snapchat for the photo that you put of yourself on your about me page and your website or blog and use that photo you know 
everywhere. You pretty much want to have a good looking photo of yourself so that people can see it. People love when they see beautiful images of people and they're attracted to it. So it's a great way to elevate your profile. Now, if you cannot get a photographer, you don't have it in your budget or you don't know any photographers, you can still take a really decent photo on your phone. Your camera phone does a great job of taking photos. You know, my my iPhone does amazing at taking photos. So you can just get a friend or family member, someone who you have access to, to just take a photo of you on your phone. And I'm sure you probably know how to take a really banging selfie. If your selfie game is strong, then use a selfie. Just make sure that you cannot see the part of your arm that's extended. You don't want to change your profile photo too often. I know for people who are not brands, you can change your profile photo anytime you want. Anytime you take a new picture that you absolutely love and you feel like shows your beauty, change your photo. But if you're a brand and this is, you know, who I'm speaking to today, I think that your profile photo needs to stay the same for a very long time. If you don't want to do it for a year because you're kind of tired of it and you feel like you want something new, then maybe in six months change it. But you don't want people to... You want people to be familiar with your image, you know, your tribe, your squad. Every time they see that image pop up on their feed, they know it's you. And, you know, they're going to be able to connect with you more. If they, if someone loves to retweet or reshare your stuff, when they see your picture pop up, that image is so familiar to them. They're like, oh, that's Janelle. I'm going to repost. I'm going to retweet or share whatever her stuff. And if you're changing the image too often, people start to get confused about who that is, especially when people are following so many people nowadays, you know, people follow thousands of people, you don't want to get lost in a shuffle. In addition to having professional profile photos, I think if you have a, if you currently are, have a blog or a website, you need dope blog pictures. And you also want to have really nice social images. So I currently love using stock photos on my blog. I live for stock photos. I um, have a subscription to graphic stock and I like graphic stock because they have a lot of images. It's not really expensive if you want to take advantage of it. Um, and they also give you a free 14 day trial and they allow for unlimited downloads. So in the notes, I have a link to graphic stock that you can click on to take advantage of a free 14 day trial. I think you will love it. You know, um, my only issue with graphic stock is that there's not that many African American photos when I want to actually put people on. And because my website is lifestyle and it's also beauty, I often want images of people. So that's my only drawback with graphic stock. But if you want those beautiful flat lay images of like a desk with a mug, you know, you've seen those around, they look gorgeous computer and all that. If you want holiday inspirational images for all the holidays, right now I'm using a lot of Christmas images from Graphic Stock and and, and, and also New Year's images from Graphic Stock. Very soon I'll be using um, Valentine images and as the seasons change, going from winter to spring, but also winter images. I'm loving the winter images with the snow and kids. I, I love their kid images, food images. So it really just goes to depending on what you need. But having a subscription to some type of stock image uh, account is amazing. 
And like I said, with Graphic Stock, you get free 14 days. So you can just take advantage of downloading if you have the space. Or like me, I have an external hard drive. I just download and download and download and save them all. So when I need them, if my if I decide not to keep my subscription up, I can always have this arsenal of images to pull from. I don't really use that many graphic stock images on my social media, but because my blog posts do post to my Facebook, when um, I use a stock image as my featured image, that's the image that will auto feed to Facebook. So it's awesome to have these beautiful images that I didn't have to even create on my own. So graphic stock is free for 14 days, but of course you have to pay for your stock image subscription thereafter. You can curate beautiful images with your cell phone. You just need good lighting, lots of angles, and I would suggest you use you use editing apps, but you also have to be willing to put in the time. The time it takes to create a uh, image of someone holding a beautiful snowflake or something like that out in the snow, you need to be able to like really produce that. It takes a lot of time to do it. But things that you currently own, like you can lay out a notebook, some pens, a flower arrangement, and some like little paper clips or whatever, and you can do a flat lay. But you will see that it takes a lot of time to produce it, but you can do it. And you can do it on your cell phone. You can also use your DSLR camera. If you're a YouTuber, then you most likely already have a DSLR camera. And I know for me, I always use my camera only for my YouTube videos. I never really took it out of the house with me to take photos and so on. So just take your camera that you're filming your videos with and start using it for photos. Capture images of things around in your neighborhood, in your house, yourself. Like take advantage of getting images that you can use at a later date. But like I said, I prefer stock images because it's just, it takes the work out of it. You know, I don't have to go out every single week to dinner in order to get beautiful images of food. I'll just use a stock image. I don't have to actually um, go out in the snow to get some images of feet in the snow for, you know, whatever. And I'm telling you my trade secrets now. Let me stop giving you too much because I do want to be able to offer these things and and this advice for you. In a, in a webinar so that you can really get into it and really, really, really boost your social media presence, really increase your following and um, and essentially learn how to get paid. So that's going to come in 2017 um, as a webinar. Stay tuned for it. So now let's get into the question of the day. Today's question of the day is, of the five tips that I gave you today, which tip do you think you can implement right now to help elevate your online presence? Please share your answers with me by visiting me over at Twitter, and you can tweet me at Janelle B. Stewart, and use the hashtag question of the day. Let's get into the reviewer shout out. So I've shared with you every single week that I have a goal of getting three reviews a day. Only three. I just need three people who are listening to this podcast right now to just take the time out of their day and go and review. If you're on iTunes, you can literally just type in the name of my podcast. And when you go to my podcast, click on it and it will say reviews. You tap tap the review. You can write a review and it's that easy. So to show my appreciation for all of you for leaving me reviews, I do take the time to shout out three special reviews every single podcast. So for today, I'm the first review comes from, um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think that this person might not have their name set up. I know for me, when I leave reviews, it's called non-game player, and I don't know how to change it. Anyway, um, yeah, maybe rated the podcast five stars, and she says, why are you failing at social media? 
This is what I needed to hear. Janelle hit the nail on the head. For years, I have wanted to start a podcast or a YouTube channel, but I'm so afraid. The tips and suggestions that she gave struck a chord, and I am totally reevaluating and getting my social media life all the way together, honey. Thank you. Thank you. Keep it up. And she gave three thumbs up. The next review is from C C C Devin W. C D Evan W. Five stars. Great information. Just listen to the podcast from December 1, 2016, in reference to possibly failing at social media. Very informative and good, useful information. You never really think of outside-the-box ways to grow your brand or increase followers until someone takes the time to explain. You are very well-spoken, clear, and concise. Thank you so much. And the last review comes from Rachel O. Beauty. And this is actually my business partner, Um, she rated the review five stars. She said the best. I love Janelle's sound advice and warm and friendly manner. She is a great teacher, very inspiring leader. Thank you, Rachel. I appreciate you. And Rachel O Beauty actually has a podcast. You should totally check it out. If you would like today's podcast episode show notes, definitely check the description box of this podcast where you can sign up for my podcast newsletter and get the show notes instantly. Or visit JanelleBStewart.com and go to my podcast section. It's in the top menu bar and you have access to all of the show notes there anytime you want them. So before I go today, I'm gonna leave you with one of my favorite quotes. And that quote is, if you can't be thankful for what you have, be thankful for what you've escaped. I hope you have a great week. And as always, I love you for listening. Bye.